Glory to God, glory to God. Everybody doing good? Yeah? All right. How many people came expecting? Yeah? I want to hear it. I let, let me tell you something. I, I'm pretty sure after 8,000 meetings, you're not going to scare Brother Richard. <laughs> you can amen, you can whoop, you can holler, you can run around the church, you'll be just fine. Amen. You can let the joy of the Lord hit you, that'll be awesome. And uh, glory to God. Is it your night? <laughs> glory to God. It's your night. Say, say it's my night. Turn to your neighbor, say, it's your night too. Turn to the other side, say, yours too. <laughs> Amen. Glory to God. We got to get ready. We have to be expecting all the time. And, uh, you know, it's that expectation. We do, uh, um, the Lord showed me something one time, you know, we can be in faith. Faith worketh by love, right? Uh, one way to look at that is faith is empowered or faith is supported by love. So without love, faith doesn't work. Is that right? Anybody know their Bible in here? Can I get some agreement? Amen. I love what Pastor JB said. He said, this is an amen. And this is a loud amen. There we go. Amen. Glory to God. We got to make sure you're alive. See, you know, I, we talked about this. I'll go back to the faith thing in just a second. But uh, it's when you start getting offended at what the devil tries to pull on you that it works. I remember Keith Moore telling a story. Uh, one time he said, uh, you know, I think it was after lunch or it was late in the morning or something. And uh, all of a sudden he says, Keith Moore said, I was a student and I was sitting down there and Brother Hagin was preaching line upon line. Precept upon precept. And before I knew it, my eyes were getting heavier and heavier and heavier. Yeah, sitting there in class, you know. And about that time, he said, I don't know how he moved so fast, but all of a sudden, Brother Hagen was standing right in front of us. And he said, get excited, boys. It's when you get excited about the word that it works for you. And so sometimes, you know, we just got to be purposed and get excited about the things of God. Amen. And so that, you know, a lot of times what we'll do is we'll just sit there and what we need to not do is just sit there. We need to get excited about the word. We need some interaction. We need some submission uh, to the, or yielding to the flow of the Holy Ghost. We need some yielding. That means we put something on. We do it on purpose. You know, faith is the, when you start to break down faith, faith is an active word that reaches out and takes it reaches out and grabs a hold of the promises of God. So is your faith working tonight or are you just kind of like, well, if he hits me with it, then I'll move? Well, which one is you? The one who's sitting there. Well, if he overwhelms me. If he overwhelms me, then I'll, I'll do something. That's not faith. And then people wonder why it doesn't work for them. Faith actively, proactively reaches out and grabs the promises of God. Amen. But then the other, the other side of that, what I was getting to earlier is this. Faith is supported by love. Faith worketh by love, right? So in other words, if we don't have love, if, if God's love isn't driving us, then our faith doesn't work. 
But another thing it says in Hebrews 11.1, 1, it says that faith is the substance of things hoped for or uh, it is the support of things hoped for. So if the things hoped for is not there, what is there for faith to support? Right? If, if, if you're not going to hope for something, then faith has nothing to support. So I got love, I got faith, but there's nothing to manifest. All of a sudden you have to realize that I've got to be in hope. Well, what is hope? Hope is a joyful, confident expectation. A joyful, confident expectation on the character and nature of God or the promises of God. And if I don't, if I don't get joyful about something, I'm not in hope. If I'm not confident in something, I'm not in hope. If I'm not expectant, I'm not in hope. So what was it that uh, Oral Roberts used to say? He said, it wasn't that Oral Roberts said, get excited, something good is about to happen to you today. Yeah, something good. What is that? That's expectation. Is something good going to happen to you tonight? Is something good going to happen to you tonight? Are we going to sit there and let the Holy Spirit have to knock us off of our log or like the knot on it? Or are we actually going to reach out with our faith, reach out with the expectation and say, I'm taking it tonight, I'm receiving something. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Man, did I just preach anything whatsoever or what? I said hallelujah and they're like, Is that what it is? You're being merciful. <laughs> You're being merciful. Amen? Amen. Amen? Amen? Look, you've got to reach out and grab a hold of it. You've got to be expectant. You've got to be ready. Tonight, I'm telling you, I've had an expectation in my spirit all afternoon. I am looking forward to tonight. And I'm, I'm ready, I'm primed, I'm ready to reach out and grab a hold of whatever it is that God has for us. And I know that He is bringing it through you guys, and I'm excited, so I just want to turn it over as quickly as possible. So happy to have you. Richard Moore. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, isn't the Lord good? Come on, isn't the Lord good? Yes. Come on, church, is the Lord good? Yes. And His mercy endures forever. Amen. 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 Say that with me. The Lord is good. And His mercy endures forever. Say it again. The Lord is good. And His mercy endures forever. Amen. Say that one more time. Well, the Lord is good. And His mercy endures forever. Do you believe that? Amen. Shout like you believe it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, praise the Lord. We got something to shout about. Amen. I mean, the very fact that we're not going to hell gives us something to shout about. Amen. The very fact that we're clothed and in our right mind. Well, some of you, it's questionable. But the very fact that we're clothed in the right mind. No, I'm teasing. I mean, <laughs> oh, Pastor, your jokes ain't funny. I'm not going to use them anymore. But I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> now, Mama Popcorn, oh, hers is dynamite, hallelujah, praise the Lord. You know, you know what's amazing, she, Pastor Nicole was talking about popcorn, uh, told a joke about popcorn this morning, and, you know, really, that's very 
It's a great illustration because I find many in the church are just like popcorn. You remember back in the days, how, how many remember when you had to put, you had to put the, the popcorn in a pan with oil and over the stove and you had to yeah. move it like this, you had to shake it. Now, no, it's not this microwave, you know, garbage, but I mean, real popcorn, you know what I mean? I mean, real popcorn, and you know, and you, you could hear it, it would start slowly, pop, 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 then next thing, pop, 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 and then the next thing you know, I mean, the lid is like lifting up. How many remember those days? Yeah. Oh, it's, 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 no kid, the kids are like, what's he talking about? <laughs> None of the kids are just like, I just looked at one kid, one kid's going, <laughs> Noah. <laughs> oh, look, he's gone. <laughs> But you know, but you know what's so amazing is that uh, is that even when you pull the popcorn in, in, into the bowl, how many how many of you know that there's 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 still kernels that haven't popped? Yeah. And I find that Christians are just like popcorn. People people pop at different times. And you know, and then there's some that just they're just they're just they just don't ever pop, you know, <laughs> not for whatever reason. But no, and that's that's why you cannot think just because. And people do this; they think they'll come to one service. Why well, wasn't acting like that? Well, that doesn't mean you're not. I wasn't rolling around on the floor. But that doesn't mean you didn't get anything. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Listen, really. I mean, and so many people want to judge what's happening with them based upon what's happening with others, and you can't do it that way because everybody's at different places. Everybody's at different places spiritually. We all walking in different light. I mean, listen, there's things you might not agree with now, but five years from now you'll agree with. And there might be things that you believe now that five years from now you won't believe. Just because we all we're all growing in the things of God. I mean, I can know there's things right now that 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 I believe that I didn't believe five years ago, really. And but yet we're all growing. That that's why that's why when you hear something that you do, that you don't necessarily agree with. Don't judge it. I mean, don't, don't, and don't, don't come against it because you could be fighting God. Amen? And in revival meetings especially, I have found over the years, the, now not here because pastors, thank God, we're in a place where the religious devils are being run out. <laughs> I, could, I mean, the, the plowing's already been done. You know, I can just come and sail. But... You know, I, I, I find that used to, especially when the meeting's two, three, four, five, six, seven weeks, I find that, you know, for many, for many, many years, for many times in, in many of the revivals, listen, I, I would spend the first few days just getting rid of people. Yeah. No, because they sit there and, and, they, and they judge everything. Understand something. The Holy Spirit can be grieved. That's why the Bible says don't grieve him. Amen. Don't grieve the Spirit of God, and don't talk about something you don't that you don't necessarily understand, because you could be fighting against God. Well, I don't understand this joy stuff, but just because you don't understand it doesn't mean it's not God. Right. Amen. 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 And, and the reality, just just be spiritual enough to know that if it's God, there's going to be great fruit that come from it. If it's not God, there's no fruit. Amen. And, and, and besides that, you don't want to have that, you don't want to be critical like that anyway because the, the quickest way for you to come to a service and get absolutely nothing is to be critical. 
Amen? And that's why when you come into service, don't come in the service and have the worship team and the praise, the praise and worship team, you know, get you excited about praise. You should already be in praise coming through the doors. You should already be into worship coming in the doors because worship should be something that you do, not just when you come to church, but worship should be something that you do throughout the day, throughout your life because you're worshiping the Father. Amen? Your, our mind should be constantly set on the Father. Man, I didn't know he was going to start out like this, but we're getting going right away. But I, I listen, the, the reality is, is, is don't fight the things of God. And people do fight. I, I remember there was this one time I was in this church. I was in this church for a number of weeks, and there was this lady came to the service. And, man, I, I watched. Man, she was getting madder, and she's getting madder. And no, she was, and she was just getting And I'll be honest with you, there's, there's times that I've just thrown people out. No, I'm really, I've just thrown people out because you people come to me and sit there and, well, why are you here? Not nobody here, but I'm saying, well, why are you here? Honestly, why are you here? Because we're, we're surely not going to change this because you don't agree with it. You know, why, why, why you sit here just yielding, you're just sitting here and that, that devil that you constantly yield to, you know, you're just yielding to in the service. We're not going to change and you're just hindering the people around you. So I threw a guy out one time. I did. I've thrown many people out, but <laughs> but there was this lady, and she was in the meetings, and you know, listen. And I'm not trying to sound mean. I'm not. I want. Listen. We come for a purpose. But Jesus threw people out. You know, and everybody wants to wear these WWJD bracelets on. And I think it's such a joke. What would Jesus do? Oh, stop it! I promise you, people that wear those bracelets would not do what Jesus did. I mean, Jesus made a whip and took it into the temple and, and used it. Right. How come they never talk about that side? Because what would Jesus do? Oh, he says, love. And all, I was all with the love. And just, no, listen, and, and he would love. He, he, uh, Jesus is love. I understand. But they always want to do the nice and sweet side. But yet, you know what? Je- Jesus told the religious people, you, you are of your father the devil. And if you make any converts, they'll be twice the devil that you are. Jesus just told them plain. Amen? Amen. And then he drove then he drove the money changers out of the temple. Because they, they turned it into a den of thieves instead of a place of worship. He went in with a whip. Listen, you don't make a whip and go in with a whip in hand unless you're going to use it. And the Bible says he drove them out. What would Jesus do? <laughs> Isn't that what the Bible says? He drove them out. Listen, today, if he used to be put on trial, first off, they'd get him for premeditation. Because that's premeditation. You're making a whip. Why is he making a whip? <laughs> a whip's only used for one thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, really. But people, people got this idea that, and, 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 and I'll be honest with you, part of it is because that many of the church have let Hollywood determine their Christianity. And first off, they'd always make you, they always, Hollywood always makes Christians look weak and, and preachers look weak. Always. That's why I don't watch the pedophiles. 
No, I'm serious. And, and I'll tell you this because there's a line being drawn. People don't know how close to the end we, we are. No, people do not realize how close to the end we are. And there's a line that's being drawn in the sand. And you're going to have to make a decision. Which side are you, are you going to be on? Are you going to be on fire and radical for God? Or, or are you just going to be lukewarm? But my, I, I will warn you, the Bible says that if you're lukewarm, here's another thing that Jesus would do. Vomit you up. You know, it's amazing how people treat things as, it's, it's, it's just not, this is not a game, it's a life, it's a way of life, it's a way of living. And, and the very foundation of everything that you and I are here believe is built on the death of others. First, the death of the Lord Jesus Christ, and then you look at the church, the death of martyrs. You, you, read the church history. Read church history. It's founded upon the death of, of many martyrs. Because there were, there were people, there's people, listen, there's our brothers and sisters right now in other parts of the world that will refuse to bow their knee and they're, they're, being, they're being martyred. I can tell you stories right now of, of our brothers and sisters in China, which they're having a great revival in China. I mean, there's over a million people in China getting saved every month. I mean, they're having a great revival. Matter of fact, the church in China thinks the church in America is backslid, but I happen to agree with them. And the church in China, guess what? The church in China, guess what they pray? They constantly, they're, they're constantly in prayer, constantly pray, constantly pray, constantly pray. I have friends of mine. Uh, uh, matter of fact, one of the guys came and was, you met Pastor Mark. He came and did one of our camp meetings. And um, there was a camp meeting last year that we had in Greensboro, North Carolina, at Cathedral of His Glory. And, uh, I mean, he, listen, he has some of the China pastors in his church every year. They, come, they have to come incognito because they're on the wanted list. One of them, one of it is Brother Yun, who's the heavenly man. He, he wrote a book. You need to get the book and read it. It's a big, thick book like this. It's called The Heavenly Man. And you listen to his story, how he's persecuted. Every pastor in China has been persecuted and beaten. It's amazing what happens. And he talks about how his friends would not, would not compromise and would not bow their knee. And as they take them to the chop, for their heads to be chop off, chopped off, they still would not bow. And they're still, they're, they still would not deny the Lord Jesus. And as they chop their head off, the head hits the ground, rolls down the pavement, still saying, I'll not deny my Lord. No, no, this is, I'm, we're talking, this is, this, is, this is the church. It's our brothers and sisters. Where, where pastors have watched their whole families be, be, put in a, be put in a hole that the government dug. And they begin to fill the hole up with the wife and the kids in the hole. And, 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 they tell, and the authorities tell, tell the pastor, you deny your God, you denounce Jesus, and they'll live. We'll not bury him alive. And then guess what? And the wife says, do not deny him. We do not deny him because we'll see you soon, but do not deny him as they, fill, as they fill the hole and bury him alive. Didn't mean for it to get so quiet in here, but I know you're just taking it all in, but it's the truth. That's why I said, I, said to some, I said to somebody, I think yesterday or the day before, uh, no, I said, it was in the airport. I got to talking to the guy, and I said, you know what? Bring on, bring on the persecution. Because you'll find that the church is her most glorious state when yeah. she's persecuted. Yeah. God just, just with the last election, God gave us just a, a little window of reprieve, to, just a small window just to get some things done. Yeah. That's all it is. It's just a window because, trust me, things are going to change. But oh, it's the time that you'll see the church at her most glorious place.
Oh, Ron Zach can start prophesying about it right now. Oh, my Rustele Levi. Just study history. You want to see the displays of God's power? You want to see the displays of God's glory? Do you want to see the arm of the Lord? Oh, wait, 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 just wait, just wait, just wait. But let me just tell you this. Don't think for one moment that the church is losing because we're not losing. Don't think for one moment that God's not in control because God is in control. Oh, trust me, God is in control. The enemy's stupid. He's an idiot. And he, 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 he thinks he's gaining ground, but every step that he's taking, he really don't realize that he's setting a big old trap for himself. Hello? Well, what about the Antichrist? Who gives a rip about the stinking Antichrist? Who cares about, listen, the Antichrist, listen to me, the Antichrist can't do nothing as long as the church is here. Amen? Glory to God. It's t- listen, it's, t- it's time that you realize who you are. No, it's time that you, the church, realize who you are. I said to my wife one time, my wife, we, we, we had, we, she, she went to the store and they dropped off this dog, you know, this little dog. And my wife called me and said, hey, can I, can I have this dog? And not the dog we have now, it's another dog and that, that, it's dead now. But, um, and so I said, yeah, I'll get the dog. And so I, I come home and I'm going to play with this dog. And man, the dog is just lifeless. And come to find out, you know, I had the vet come in because we had a vet in our neighborhood. The vet came and, and checked the tent. The dog was so full of worms and so forth, so on. So, you know, dewormed it and gave it some, you know, pills, whatever. A couple weeks later, I mean, the dog's just alive. It was a, it was a mix. It was a black lab with a mix, Sharpay mix. And, man, it was, oh, I named the dog Zoe. Oh, she was such an awesome dog. Oh, she was. But my wife also had these birds. And there was something that happened that reminds me, and with the dog, it reminded me of the church. And Zoe, when she was a little puppy, only like maybe seven weeks old, my wife also had these birds that she'd let fly around our house. And these little, little love birds. And so, I mean, and it just so happened I think the Lord set it up for me just to give me this illustration for the church. Well, I'm in the kitchen with my wife, and, and Zoe's in, in the kitchen, and, and the bird flew in and landed on the floor. And Zoe's like, curious, and Zoe sees the bird, and she's like, she, she sneaks up to the bird and, and sniffing and gets up to the bird. And as soon as she gets to the bird, the bird turns and bites Zoe, and Zoe's like, and turns around and takes off. <laughs> Well, this, the, this whole thing replayed itself about a year later. Now Zoe's big. Now Zoe's to my knees or more. And we're in the kitchen, and all of a sudden Zoe's in the kitchen with us, and here comes this bird, same bird. Flies in, it's on the floor, and Zoe sees the bird. So Zoe sneaks up to the bird, and she gets to the bird, and she's about that far from the bird. And when the bird turns... Zoe must have, you know, in her memory bank, Zoe must have remembered when she was a pup. Bird, bite nose. <laughs> and the bird turned. <laughs> Didn't even bite the dog. The bird turned and Zoe goes, <laughs> and goes to take. But she, now she's so big and we have a tile floor and she's just running in place. <laughs> Trying to get away, you know, like the cartoon running in place, and finally she gets traction, takes off. So I said to my wife, I said, and I said, sweetie, you know, Zoe's just like the church. I said, I don't think that I would let Zoe fly around. I mean, I, Zoe fly around. I don't think I let the bird fly around anymore. And she's like, well, why? I said, because the problem is that Zoe doesn't know who she is. Yeah. 
But the moment she knows who she is, your little bird's going to be lunch. And that's really where the church is today. The church don't know who they are. But the moment you come into a revelation of who you are, the moment you come into a revelation that what you've become, because you are a new creature, once you come into a revelation of what it is finished means, and that you are a brand new creation, and that you have the very life and the very nature of God flowing through you, that you are an heir of God, that you have God's nature, and that you have His name, hello, that you can boldly come to the throne of God, you can boldly come anytime you want. Come on, church, the moment you realize that you are washed in the blood of the Lamb, the moment you realize that you are the redeemed of the Lord and that you have weapons you have the Holy Ghost come on we got the nine gifts of the Spirit come on we have the power of God listen the very one that raised Jesus from the dead lives on the inside of us the moment you come into revelation of all that I promise you not only is your life going to change but everybody that comes in contact with you is going to change and there will be nothing listen it's not unscriptural to be in a battle it's not unscriptural to be in a fight. It's just unscriptural to lose. Yeah. Right. Amen? Yeah. Hallelujah. We win. But no, you should, you should no, but really understand the, fa- the history of the church. I love reading about the men and women that, that would not bow their knee. I love, I, I, I love that because I've often said to myself, hey, you know, listen, sickness and disease is not going to take me out unless Jesus just comes for me. Sickness, how am I going to go home unless he just comes for me or he, or he comes back or I'm a mortar? But it's going to happen. And I won't listen. You know what? People say, aren't you afraid? Why? Why? See, there it goes. That just goes by. First off, fear shall they even come from your mouth. Afraid of what? Why are you even talking fear? That should even that should be a word that's so foreign to you. Because there again, it just it just shows that you don't really understand who you are. Because when you realize that you're the church, when you understand who backs you, fear's not even in your vocabulary. Amen. 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 What's there to be afraid of? Sudden death, sudden glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Sudden glad. And but here and here's the deal. I, I can I promise you that in the midst of that, and I promise you, when I just told you the stories about our brothers and sisters, I promise you, I, I promise you they didn't feel a thing. Why? Because God yeah. was their strength, God was their source in the midst of all of it. Yeah. Because well, guess, guess what? When you're weak, he's strong. Yeah. Amen. And he what is when he said that he's the all-sufficient one, you better know that he's the all-sufficient one. Listen, I promise you, Stephen, when he was being stoned, the, listen, Stephen didn't feel a thing. Because first off, the Bible says in, 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 the, in Acts chapter 7, the Bible says that he was, he was in the glory. Matter of fact, he looked up and saw Jesus at the right hand of the Father. He saw Jesus. He was in the glory. You think he felt a thing? He didn't feel nothing. Why? Because he, he's more than enough. Why? Because he's the, our Father. our strength. He's our substance. He's our source. Amen. There's absolutely nothing. To, there's absolutely nothing to fear. Nothing to fear. That should not even be a word that you even speak. Come on, that should not even fear. The Bible says He hasn't given us a spirit of fear. We fear nothing. We fear absolutely. We fear absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Why? Because I, I know who I'm connected to. No, no, I know who I'm connected to. I, I, I know that I'm hooked up to the source of power that. Can, no man can resist. 
that no army can resist. Come on. Me, me and me and me, I understand me and the Father, he's, he's omnipotent. Amen? Amen? He's omnipresent. And him and I are one. Do you realize that you and the Father, you're, you're one. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. There's absolutely nothing to fear. Glory to God. Matter of fact, I got out on our book table. I have a number of things out there. Actually, one of the books that we have out there, actually, I started carrying it because I felt it was supposed to do it. It's Pastor Rodney's book, The Killing Uncle Sam. If you haven't got that book, you need to get that book. It'll explain a lot of things to you about what's going on in the government. Explain a lot of things what's going on right now. Yeah. Amen? Amen? You know, listen, don't, 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 don't be ignorant. You know, I was ignorant for years concerning certain things. But you know what? I mean, you, you, we should always be growing. Amen? We should always be growing. And so there, I actually got the book out there if you, we like it tonight. And, but also I have out there, <clears throat> I got these projects that I'm working on because wh- everywhere I go, let me ask you a question. I'll prove my point. How many, how many of you here need, in, in your life, how many of you need, here need a financial miracle? Raise your hand. Just raise your hand. Okay. I mean, it's always everybody. And, and, and the reality is that, sh- that's, that shouldn't be. That no, listen to me. That shouldn't be. The church has been lied to. The church has been lied to. Now, I'm working on a project. I actually went through the whole Word of God and from Genesis to Revelation. Do you know there's over 500 scriptures on the subject of healing? Over 500 scriptures. How many know when God says something over and over and over and over and over, there's a reason? You know, just, just, just like, you know, kids, when, you, when your mom tells you clean your room over and over and over and over and over, there's a reason for that. <laughs> and when mom turns around to look at you there's a reason for that <laughs> amen you know when when, when dad tells you t- t- son take out the garbage you know there's a reason for that when God says something over and 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 over, there's a reason. Amen. Listen, ignorance is a choice. It really, really is. Ignorance is a choice. And the Bible the Bible tells us to study His Word. The Bible tells us to study it day and night. Amen. The Bible tells us to study to show ourselves approved unto God in First Timothy chapter two verse fifteen. Study to show yourself approved unto God. Do you know what? If we can study to show ourselves approved unto God, do you mean you know what the other side of the coin is? You cannot study and show yourself not approved. I don't know about you, but I want to be approved unto God. Rightly dividing the Word of God. Amen. Listen, if you can rightly divide the Bible, then you can wrongly divide it. Cults do it all the time. No, cults do it all the time. But we are to devour. That's why it should. That's why in Proverbs four. That's why the psalmist said. That's why, um, uh, or the psalm. That's why David said, in, in in Proverbs chapter four. Listen to me. Let his words constantly be before you. Don't let them depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thy heart. Keep his word in your ears. Why? Because they're life to those who find. And health to all their flesh. You've got to constantly keep his word before you. Constantly keep it before you. And especially in 2018, we're living in a time to where if you don't have God's word constantly being pumped in you, it's because you don't want it. 
Because we got, I got the Bible on my phone. You know, I got, you know how many Bibles I got on my phone? I listen to it all the time. Sometimes I go to sleep with it playing. There's no excuse for the Word of God not to constantly be pumped in us. Amen? But, the, but guess what? You, 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 the faith cannot be where the will of God's not known. But the will of God will never be known just because you listen to your pastor. The will of God will be known because you, as an individual, get into the Word of God and you study for yourself. Listen, he said to study to show yourself approved unto God. A workman needed not to be ashamed, but rightly dividing the Word of God. That's not written to pastors and evangelists and ministers. That's written to the church. That's written to you and I. We're to study to show ourselves approved. Remember I said this morning, we're going to stand before God. And guess what? We're going to give an account of our study. Because when God tells us to do something, then guess what we're going to do? We're going to give an account of us doing it when we stand before him. And, and, and the reality is, here we are in 2018. There's absolutely no reason for the church still not to, to still not believe in healing. There's no reason for the church still not to believe in blessing. Unless you're, unless you're just so filled with religion and been brainwashed by religion. And that's the problem. I'm mentor Dr. Kenneth e. Hagen used to say all the time. The problem with most Christians is, and here's his statement. He said the problem with most Christians is that many have been religiously brainwashed to the Bible taught. But there's over 500 scriptures on the subject of healing. There's over 500 scriptures on the subject of prayer. And speaking of prayer, tomorrow morning, 9 o'clock, we're going to be here praying tomorrow morning, 9 o'clock. It's not a time of fellowship. It's not a time for, for, for coffee and donuts. It's not, a time, it's not a time to talk and come give you revelation or whatever. It's a time to come and pray and to press into the things of God. Amen? It's time to press into the things of God. No, it's time to press into the things of God. No, it's time to press into the things of God. Because there's a whole lot of things available, but they, they are only available to those who seek. There's a whole lot of things in the realm of God. There's realms of God that are available to us. There's a lot of things that are available to us. Some things God just keeps for the seeker. Some things God just keeps for the seeker. There's purposely some things God will not reveal to, to those who do not seek. There's only there's certain things that God will only reveal to the seeker. Listen to me. There's certain things that God will only reveal to the seeker. There's certain things that God will only reveal to the seeker. Listen, there's certain things that God will only reveal to the seeker. Listen to what the Holy Ghost says tonight. There's certain things that God will only reveal to the seeker. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. God, 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 do you realize how much God wants to show you who He is? Do you, do, you, do you realize how much God wants to show you who He is? Do you know how much God wants to reveal Himself to you? But He's not unless we seek. He's not unless we draw nigh. That's why there's over 500 scriptures on the subject of prayer. But do you realize those over 2,000 scriptures on the subject of blessing? 2,000. 2,000 on the subject of blessing. That's why I said this morning, there's a problem when the world who's under a curse are multi-billionaires and the church who's not under a curse are still living week to week. That's a problem. 
And I don't like having problems, especially in my own life, and therefore I choose to deal with it. And the way I know to deal with it is to get on my face before him and cry out to him and to seek him with all of my heart and begin to press in. That's why the Lord uses us, my wife and I, all around the world. That's why everywhere we go, revival breaks out. Why? Because I got so hungry. My wife and I, we traveled this nation. We traveled this nation crying out for the things of God. But it really, it really, it really, really does come down to how bad do you want it? I mean, every year there's always either in the Super Bowl or I don't even watch that anymore, but whatever, some, you know, NBA championship or, you know, the NCAA championship or whatever, there's always some underdog team that's there. And they always get, listen, have you ever watched these teams that are their underdog? They always get the David and Goliath speech. And they always make it out, and I can't understand it because they always make it out to be like that, that, that Goliath was some great giant and David was some little underdog. Actually that, actually, that is so far from the truth. Do you realize David was not the underdog? No, no, David was not the weaker of the two. Do you understand that? David was backed by God. Do you realize who David's source was? And they always used David as the underdog. He wasn't the underdog. Goliath was big time underdog. <laughs> because Goliath was backed by his God and David was backed by his. And Goliath's God was created by Jehovah. No, I mean, think, have you ever heard it? I mean, come on, have you ever heard it? You're David, you're facing Goliath. No, 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 you got the whole picture wrong. No, listen, if, if you want to you tell your team that they're their own dog, you need to tell your team that they're Goliath. No, think about it. No, how do you how do you think how do you think how do you think a little sixteen year old red headed ginger boy? Because he's ruddy complexion could take out this massive any giant anywhere from nine to thirteen feet. Who was a product of demons that had sex with humans? One of the giants. How do you think, how do you think David could take him out? Guess what? In his own strength, he couldn't. But David realized that he doesn't go forth in his own strength. Why? Because what did David say? He said, the same God that enabled me, that came upon me, the same God that I hooked up with, and when I took out the bear and I took out the lion, is the same God who backs me now as I go to face this giant. Amen. David was not the underdog. And he took a stone. Then he, then he picked up five other stones. Why? Because Goliath had brothers because David was, really, David was ready not just to take Goliath out but take his brothers out as well. And I promise you, as David went there in faith and he began to sling that slingshot, I tell you the moment, because he was doing it in faith, 
Because in the natural, he couldn't take out this giant. But David knew who his source was. David knew who his strength was. David knew who his God was. That's why Solomon, that's why David in 1 Chronicles, what is it? 1 Chronicles 28, I believe it is. That's why, that's why David told his son Solomon, know the God of your father. Have intimacy with the God of your father. Oh, and David did. That's why David, that's why David, that's why he can so boldly go. That's why he can so boldly go and face Goliath. And I promise you, as David went, listen, there was no fear in David because he was in faith. There can't be faith in fear. He wasn't in fear. He was in faith. And as he slung that slingshot, and the moment it was released, I promise you, in the name of Jesus, the moment he released that, 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 that stone, it was backed by the power of God. The same God who split the Red Sea for the children of Israel to walk over through the other side. I mean, that's the God I'm talking about. That's the God you and I, we are one with. And we have his strength. We have his strength. We have his power. We've got his glory. We've got his name. And I tell you, that rock, when it hit Goliath in the forehead, he was gone. He was dead. And then David went and took his sword and chopped off his head. Then he picked it up and carried it as a trophy. Bless you. Carried it as a trophy. Goliath was the underdog. Amen. But you hear these teams, they're always talking about, you know, you're their underdog, and you always hear them say, how bad do you want it? But, but uh, that part is true. It really does come down to how bad you want something. Because yeah. if you want something bad enough, you'll, you'll make it happen. Yeah. But understand, that's, that's the place that God loves for us to be. Listen, don't think for one moment that you being here tonight goes unnoticed with God because it doesn't. Amen. And so I have, the, I have the CDs out there. My wife and I went to the studio and professionally had it done. And we did, uh, there's no preaching. I'm just reading scriptures. I'm just reading scriptures, all the healing scriptures. And then she reads all the prosperity scriptures, Old Testament, New Testament. And now I'm coming out with a, I'm coming out with a manual with all the scriptures. And, I mean, I've, I mean, we've gone through like 100 different translations. I'm just not finished. It's still, it's a huge project. And we've uh, like, like over 2,000 scriptures, and you know each scripture we're looking we're 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 looking over 100 translations per scripture. No, it's a massive project, but it's ama- it's amazing what the Bible says along the a- this area. You know, the, did you realize that the Bible says that wealth and honor comes from God? Do you realize that the Bible says that if you serve Him and obey Him, you'll spend your days in prosperity and your years in pleasure? Did you know the Bible said that? Did you realize that the Bible says that, that the blessing of the Lord maketh one rich and adds no sorrow to it? Amen? Amen. Well, but Brother Richard, you know, this life is hard. No, it's not. It's not hard at all. The Bible says the way of the transgressor is hard, not the way of the righteous. Amen? Amen? Doesn't matter. doesn't mean we're not in battles because we are, but it's not hard. Why? Because learn to, learn to lean on the one who's more than enough. Amen. And that's the, really the problem here. They haven't learned to lean on the one who's their source. Because yep. they want to try to do everything themselves. That's your problem. You try to do everything themselves. Lean on him. Let him do it. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Well, praise the Lord. Go with me if you, that was just, that was just an introduction. Go with me if you would. 
Do your Bibles in your Bibles this morning to the book of or this morning tonight to the book of Matthew, and then we're gonna go, we're gonna read a number of scriptures here. Hallelujah! I tell you, the Lord is good. How many was blessed this morning? Hallelujah! Yeah. How, how, how many of you found that that man? Just even when you left the church, man, it didn't it didn't stop. Man, it just it, it lingered. It's been with you all day. Amen. It's, it's, it's still with you right now. How, how about you, sister? The Lord touched you today, didn't He? Huh? Can, can you, did you tell a difference? Huh? Come here. Just come here. Hallelujah. Where's the mic? It's Shannon, correct? Yes. So, you, you can, well, sorry. So, you, you, um, you come here this morning and you visit from time to time, correct? Yes. Hallelujah. Where do you live? What, what, what city? Salisbury. How far is that from here? Uh, about maybe, what's it, 30 minutes? Uh, Oh, that's nothing, hour. that's yeah. nothing. Well, you found a good church. So this morning, it was the first time I've ever really felt that. So I was like, I walked up and I was like, okay, I'm going to, you know, be open-minded sure. to the Lord. And I've never really experienced it. I was always kind of like, no, this is not for me. Where are you from? South Africa. You're from South Africa? Yes. What part? Johannesburg. Oh, yeah, my wife and I have been yeah. there many times. So, um... So anyway, I come up and I was like, ah, nah, man, the, the whole towel thing's not for me. So, I mean, Greg was laughing today. I was like, What's not for you? Oh, no, the towel, the whole thing, put the towel on me. I was like, nope, not, not me, not going to happen. Get there. And I'm like, okay, okay, Lord, if it's you, then I'm open to you. I'm going to receive from you. And I'm like, standing there, I'm like, huh? Lord, no, 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 no. I'm not going down. I'm not going down like this. Nope. Not going to happen. And then as soon as I felt the Lord, I was like, boom. I got up the first time. I was like, I've been toweled. <laughs> I'm like, this is not going to happen. And then not, not only have I been toweled once, but three times. I was like, yeah. <laughs> it literally, I felt like my body just felt like butter. I'm like, what? But this, I could not get up. I was like, Lord, this is like heavy, you know. But it was light, but I felt so much peace. Like I've never really felt this like clear peace of just, whoa, like the power of the Lord. It's just good. I mean, I felt it all day and I'm like thinking to myself, no, maybe it was this. I'm like maybe it was this. I'm like, Greg, what do you think about? Nope, it's the Lord. So it's like... <laughs> So the Lord touched you today. Oh my gosh, clearly. I've never experienced, like, even now, I can feel it up here now. I'm, like, just feeling, like, the Lord's presence. I'm like, woo! <laughs> and then, I'm like, I totally get Tiled! It. Yes, I'm not going to be tiled again. <laughs> it's like, it's good. Oh, get the towels ready. <laughs> but it That's was good. funny. I be tired. I, I, you know what? Out of all these, out of all these meetings, <laughs> out of all these meetings, I've never heard. I ain't gonna be tired. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna be tired. I've tired three times. <laughs> I was like, what? Get it? Almost made it to my seat and. Boom, that was it. I was like, Greg was like, well, he called your name three times. I was like, no, he didn't. No, I didn't fall. I was like, yep, third time you were done. The shirts didn't. I was down. I was like, okay, Lord. I was almost to my seat. I was like, just there. I 
Oh, yeah, because the power of God hit you up here, then I you waited back to yep. your seat to get you again. <laughs> Do you know, I went online, and as of, as of the last time I looked, there was about 223 people watching you get towed. <laughs> Online. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but it's good, isn't it? It's good. Yeah. Do you recommend it for those that are here? I would say so, yes. So, you know what? Would you come back tonight for some more? Yes. Oh, yes. I'm ready. <laughs> I never thought I would say it, but I'm like, yes, I'm ready. If I have to be told the fourth time, I'll be told it. <laughs> Lord Jesus, thank you, Lord, for your touch. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? That's awesome? See, that's how you can tell if it's the Lord, because first off, ah, you know it's God. What a silly question. You think she would come back if she didn't think it was God? <laughs> no, 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 I, really. I mean, you know, listen, let me just say this to you. You're in a, now, now listen, now when I say that, I'm not talking about people here. <clears throat> but people are in a very sad shape spiritually. When they can't tell the difference between that which is holy and that which is evil. Yes. Trust me. You know when God's present. The battle was in the head because your mind don't want to accept it because you've been lied to by religion. It's good, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Thank you, sweetheart. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> Nope, I ain't going to get towed. I got towed three times I was towed. Come here, sister. And, and Sister Peachy, come back in the box. I don't know, you got a Peachy shirt on, so I forget your name. Come up here. Tiffany. Come here, Tiffany. What happened with you this morning? Um, I just started laughing uncontrollably. Um, lately I've been dealing with so much depression and stress and everything and it's just like it blew my mind like it blew the depression away yeah like I haven't been able to laugh like that generally in so long and I just felt like so much release and I was holding it back like I left up here and I went back and I sat down and then um, I just have everybody like laughing and I'm like I remember doing that and so um, I was like okay God I'm going to let you just, I'm going to give you this part of me again because I used to have it, and now I'm just going to give it back to you again. And so I let him have it, and I just could not stop laughing. <laughs> and, like, it's just... It's been amazing. Like, I've had a good day. It's good, isn't it? It is. So do you recommend it for those that are here? If you want it to be. Yes. <laughs> I mean, because you're not going to get anything that you don't want. Now she's turned into a preacher. <laughs> well, I do have but an evangelism good. degree. But it's good, isn't it? Yeah. I'm just playing. Out of your, huh? I was just playing steal your man to go. No, you're fine. Okay. Out of your, out of your belly flows rivers. And that's what you hooked up into. Yes. You hooked up in, into that river because we all have a river. Some people's river's been dammed up, but it, the dam's going to come down. The dam wall's going to come down here in these next few nights. Yeah. <laughs> what? 
That's the way he, listen, he's just. He's just, he's just, listen, this brother right here, those of you who are visiting, he's the church drunk, so don't even worry about it. <laughs> but you know what? There was, a, there was a breakthrough in you today. There was, there, that, 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 that depression was, that yoke of depression was destroyed. Because that's what the anointing does. The anointing destroys that yoke of bondage. And so the Lord just taught you how, to, how you can constantly live. You live out of those rivers. You constantly let them bubble out of your belly. <laughs> Jesus. You know, I was going to tell you earlier, we was in this church and, and this lady got real mad. I mean, she was getting, I could watch her getting mad in the service. The next thing I know, she just, she picked up her stuff. I mean, if you're going to get mad and leave, listen, I don't understand when people, if they get mad and leave. (laughs) Sister, have some more. The closer you get to your seat, the drunker you get. Oh, yeah, there you go. Bye-bye. (laughs) <laughs> the snorts don't bother me <clears throat> and and so the lady i mean listen if people, i don't understand when people get mad why don't you just just you know put your stuff in your bag and just you know be dignified in your anger and leave <laughs> but now she's just throwing her stuff in her bag and she made a scene and just storms out. You know, that's, that's, all, that's, that's all very carnal and selfish, drawing attention to herself. And so the, but the pastor's, the pastor, because the pastor knew the lady. She was in the church for years. And he, the pastor's thinking, why is she so upset? So the pastor gets up and meets her in the back. says, Sister so-and-so, what's wrong with you? She says, I want you to know something. I'm never coming back to this church as long as this evangelist is here. And so he's in his mind thinking, what did, what did Brother Richard do to make her so mad? And he's thinking, he can't think of me. He said, what's wrong? And she, you know what she said? She said, I'll just tell you something right now. There's just too much joy in this house. <laughs> she left because there was too much joy. <laughs> but this sister yielded and the depression left her. Hello. That's why I say there's a whole lot of things happening in the meetings. That's why I just yield to it. <clears throat> Amen. So you know what I did the next night? The next night I said to the church, I said, and she wasn't back the next night. I said, I said, church, last night we had a lady leave, and she left angry because there was too much joy here. So, past, so, so church, I'm letting you know a night in advance. Tomorrow night we're going to have a special night of depression. <laughs> no, no, who would come, after the, come for that? No, no, heck no, nobody. Been, people, if they, just, if they just stare at their Bible, they'd realize, first off, joy is a fruit of the Spirit. Right. Amen. Amen? The Bible says, what joy do we draw from the wells of salvation? 
I mean, the Bible says Jesus was anointed with the oil of gladness above his fellow man. Amen? Joy, I mean, what, what, what? what? having fun. Modern technology. We couldn't do that 20 years ago. <laughs> What's that? I'll take this from myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, but under, understand Pentecost. It's amazing. People don't really understand Pentecost. And, and people call themselves Pentecostal. But I find that really most people that call themselves Pentecostal are penny nothing. No, no. They, they say they're Pentecostal. <laughs> and yet they worship Pentecost more than they do with their relationship with God, but they don't even understand what Pentecost is. And I know people are thinking, I, I know how people think. Well, he hasn't even opened his Bible and preached yet. <laughs> well, well, not, listen, these, these services, listen, there's a lot of things that take place. But understand, we're, we, we are in the dispensation of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The Word of God's taught. The Word of God's proclaimed. Signs and wonders follow the Word. But you, listen, you've got to get that structure out of your head. Listen, if you, can, if you know what's going to happen in church that you go to every Sunday before you even get there, then something's wrong. Well, I know we're going to get the church this, and they're going to sing five minutes of praise, and they're going to sing a couple of worship songs, and the pastor's going to get up and do announcements. They're going to do the offering, not talk anything about it, but they're going to quickly say, you know, well, you know we don't want to offend anybody, so they're going to quickly talk, talk about giving. Then they're, going to, then they're going to pass the bucket, and the pastor's going to preach, and then we're going to, you know, <clears throat> dismiss and go eat. And if that's the how it is constantly over and over and over, something's wrong. Something's wrong. Amen? Amen. Well, all right, well, you know, Brother Rich, there's supposed to be there's supposed to be order. You show me order, Acts chapter two. No, there is order. It's called Holy Ghost order. Amen. No, actually what people talk about, they there's really they're talking about they want to control things. But yet we can just we can just make some things personally. There's people right. There's people that sit in the meetings all the time. And the fire of God falls on them, and they won't yield. Look, when the fire of God falls on you, yield. Right, yeah. I see people. I see people sitting in their service, sitting in the seat, just dancing in the chair. No, no, no. Yield to the Holy Ghost and take off running. Yield yeah. to the Holy Ghost because understand. understand these are, understand. How, realize how to drink. Listen, when you yield is when you're filled. When you yield is when you're healed. When you yield is when you're delivered. You've got to yield to the things of God. Amen. You don't fight them and don't resist them. You yield. Amen. I've watched people. It happens weekly. I've watched people sit here like this in the service. No, no, no. Take your hand off your mouth and yield. Well, You've got to yield to it. You've got to yield to that river that's flowing. Amen. You've got to yield to that river that's flowing. You've got to yield to that river that's flowing. When the fire of God hits you and you feel like you want to take off, glory to God, and take off dancing, then take off dancing. Well, what are the people going to think? Well, that's your problem. You're so concerned about what people are going to think. Who cares? Who really cares? 
But I promise you that the very thing you've been praying for for years might be right in your yielding. The moment you yield, boom, the very thing you've been praying for is manifested. That's how the things of God operate. You've got to yield to the Spirit of God. Because everything, listen, every, everything you're praying for, everything you've been crying out for, listen, guess what? It comes by you yielding. You've got to yield. You've got to yield to the things of God. You've got to yield to the Spirit of God. You've got to yield. You've got to yield. You've got to yield. Forget, forget about who cares that you've got a dress on. No, people, no, I mean, you know what I mean. I mean, we do care. We don't want it to fall off, but I mean. <laughs> no, but, no, but I mean, people, people is like, well, I got a dress on. I can't take off running. Who says you can take off running in your dress? <laughs> I got out of that one. <laughs> but I mean. <laughs> no, 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 people, no, honestly. Who, well, I just had, I just got, I just, I just spent all this money in a new hairdo. Who cares? You, you can get it redone. Who cares? No, no, who cares? You've got to yield to the Spirit of God. You've got to yield to the Spirit of God. You've got to yield. Listen, don't let a maniac from Maine out drink you, Southerners. Come on. Come on, you Southerners. Don't let a Yankee out drink you. Come on. Of course, this Southern boy is doing pretty good himself. Have you found Matthew? Okay, good. Go to Acts. I've ever done it in my meetings. <laughs> I don't really even need this anymore. Acts chapter 2. I'll tell you what we'll do. I'll put, you can put them on the screen. That's, there's three scriptures I want to give you. Acts chapter 2, Genesis chapter 1, verse 2, and Revelations 22, verse 17. The King James Version. King James. Sister, she got towed. 
he got towed. Sata Rabakita. Ha 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've been waiting for this. Hallelujah. Woo! Hallelujah! What's happening, sweetheart? joy that brings I know your daddy what it brings to you but listen you if parents listen parents you get your children at a young age encountering yes. God I promise you you'll be spared a whole lot of hell when they get older yeah. that's why I love the kids in these meetings I love seeing the kids in these meetings I don't want I don't want them to be off in some other I don't want them to be off in some other room listen I don't want the kids to be off in some other room watching VeggieTales. No, no, I want them in the meetings where they see the presence of God and the power of God in operation and demonstration. Amen? That's it, sister. Yeah, Sister Dignified. <laughs> this is Sister Prim and Proper. Oh, I know, I know what goes on in the meeting. I can read people very good. <laughs> Field. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. Oh yeah, you know the you know. <laughs> oh, Rasra Basita Rabaruta. Is this your mom? It is? Let me ask you a question. That's all right. You got two, you got two ushers about ready to fall and wouldn't catch you, so don't worry about it. They're ready. I like this. Oh, there she goes. She got towed. Let me ask you, let me ask mama a question. Do you want to be close to your daughter all your days? Do you want to have, do you want to have a very strong relationship? Do you know how you do that? You got to get drunk together. 
in the Holy Ghost, obviously. That's all, Mama. Go ahead. called yielding. Well, where's, you still get people, well, where's the word? Well, you got it for three hours this morning. (laughs) Good solid word. And you get it tonight as well. Oh, I didn't even see her get down here. How'd this happen? Here's your dignified wife, Sister Prim and Proper. Another one on the floor. <laughs> Towel, please. <laughs> Jesus, listen, I'll tell you. You know, let me just say this. I, I, I know what's I know in the natural things are very getting wilder, but really in the in the midst of it all, there's a there's because it's very holy. There's a lot of very Significant is not the right word. How'd he get down there? There's two of them. Mr. and Mr. Dignified. Is she very prim and proper, very dignified? She'll start out that way. She doesn't end that way. Of course, I expect it from maniacs. But you know, the thing is, is that people need to understand that in the midst of what the natural looks like, very chaotic, the hand of God is at work. And there's, listen, there's, there's things 
do you realize that there's, there's individuals now, there's young kids being called to the ministry? It's a very holy thing that's happening. Very holy. Very holy thing. Genesis chapter 1. Well, we're going to get the axe. <laughs> I said three scriptures. Genesis 1, then we're going to go to Revelation 22, then we're going to go to Acts. Genesis 1, look at, look at Genesis 1, Genesis 1, 1. Look at Genesis 1, 1. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Say that with me. In the beginning, God created... The heaven and the earth. Look at verse. Look at verse two, though. Here's what I want you to see. Look at verse two. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Now I want you to listen. You need to understand the significance of this. In the very beginning, notice what the Bible says. That's it, William. Go ahead, have some more. Your family owns their funeral home. Have them some more. <laughs> yeah, Brother Philip, give you some <laughs> You just have to bend to the, the lunch table. Hallelujah. But now I want you to notice. Don't stop yielding, but I want you to notice. The Bible says that the Spirit of God was moving upon the face of the waters. Now go to Revelation 22, verse 17. Revelation 22, verse 17. I want you to see something. Verse 17. Now listen to what the Bible says. The first part of verse 17. And the Spirit of and the Spirit and the bride say, Come, and let him that heareth say, Come, and let him that is a thirst come, and whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. Now, I want you, there's a reason why I pulled up Genesis chapter 1, verse 2, and Revelation 22. The very first chapter 
in the Word of God in the very last chapter in the Word of God because I want you to see something. I want you to understand that the Bible begins with the Holy Spirit and ends with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Understand? And He fills the Holy Spirit. He's the, he fills people today. Is this the whole family? Jesus. Jesus. He's a certified public accountant that's also an evangelist. Also an investor. And he also will give CPR if, if you need it in the meetings. <laughs> oh, that, that was just something we found out today at lunch. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Little Wright says, well, I'm not going to get out drunk. your wife? What's her name? Have another drink, Natalie. Go ahead, Natalie. Go ahead, Natalie. That's all. Your husband was there to catch you. Hallelujah. You know, that, you know what's amazing is people says, I know people say, well, he hasn't even received the offering yet. Well, you know what I've learned a long time ago? The drunker you get people, the better their offering is. <laughs> oh, my. <clears throat> now, Acts chapter 2. See, I listen. I've been doing this for 30 years. I, I, I know how to flow with it. Acts, Acts chapter 2. Somebody says, well, I, I'm going to show you. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting, and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, 
And it set upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. This is the birth of the church. I want you to understand how the church was birthed. A.W. Tozer, who is, I love reading after A.W. Tozer. A.W. Tozer said this. A.W. Tozer said, if the Holy Spirit was to be taken out of the modern day church, 95% of all the stuff that goes on would continue to go on. But he said, if the Holy Spirit was taken out of the early church, 95% of all the stuff that went on would cease. So obviously there's been a switch. And here we are today, we have churches today that have no idea about the Holy Spirit. But then you go to the far extreme, then you have churches today who believe that anything goes. Understand, everything that's happening here, I can show you scripture for. Everything. Everything. Everything that's happening here, I can show you scripture for. Actually, Acts chapter 2, verses 1 and 4 is manifested before you right now. Now, I can't show you scripture for gold dust falling, but I'm not interested in gold dust falling. People says, oh, we're just, we're just, you know, we've just, you know, because we're progressive revelation, we've just, we've just gone deeper than the early church. No, you're not. Absolutely not. Here's the reality. If I can't find it happening with the early church, then I don't want anything to do with it. I'll take it a step further. If I can't find it happening under the life and ministry of Jesus, I surely am not going to accept it. Amen. I can show you this under the life and ministry of Jesus. And they had the same sounds. So what am I saying? I'm saying this, that in the midst of revival, it's not anything goes. But yet people, people think it's very chaotic. But yet the, the reality is what's happening is very holy. It's very holy. It's very holy. There's, listen, there's lives that are literally being changed right now. There's things that are leaving people right now. There's things that, have been, that are, have been and are being lifted off people that's dogged people for years. It's gone right now. It's leaving right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Come run. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just like that. Just like that. Just like that. No, no, no. Just like that. Towel, please. Just like that. <laughs> because, see, understand something. What, the, what you see with your natural eye, it's like water baptism. Water, ba- water baptism, it's an, it's an outward sign of an inward work. What you see happening right now, it's an outward sign of what God's doing on the inside. Because revival always comes in here first. And people are, listen, the Bible says a merry heart doeth good like a medicine. 
when I say there's things leaving people, there's sickness and diseases that are leaving people. There's bondages that are leaving people. Matter of fact, there's somebody right now that, 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 that you've, you've been in major fear your whole life, but it's left you. And that fear from hell will never come back again in the name of Jesus. Amen. No, yeah, yeah. No more fear. No more bondage. But glorious liberty. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty and there's snorts. <laughs> there, there's liberty and there's snorting. But hell, but you know what? I love the sound. You know, this has been happening with us since January of 1990. Can I tell you something? Here, here, here how many years is that? 28, right? 28. <laughs> I had to think there for a moment. <laughs> do, you know in, do you know in 28 years, I've not come to the place to where I'm thinking to myself, oh, Lord, not another night of joy. Do you know it's just as real to me now yeah. as it was 28 years ago when it began, first began to happen? It's just as real. It don't, it, it don't get old. It never gets old. And here's the thing. You can't, you can't make people act this way. You can't even pay people to act this way. <laughs> but it don't make sense. Well, that's how you know it's God. Now somebody says, well, how do I know it's God? Would you understand it? No, I don't. Well, then it's God. <laughs> it's God then. Did you know, years ago, in... in I thought I was being real spiritual, and I developed this this message that some I'd always preach it one of the one night during during the weeks, and and I I, I, I titled the message how you can tell it how you know it's God, and I had these I had these seven points that if you can find these seven things happening in the in the meeting then it's God, and I remember one night. I got up and place was packed, and I got up and I was going to minister along this subject. And the Lord said to me, "You know what the Lord said to me? The Lord said to me, He said, I have not called you to explain me. I've called you to flow with me.' And I've never preached that message ever again, because it was a message of the flesh, not of the spirit. God, listen, because the reality is." You can't explain. I mean, he has no beginning and he has no end. Now, we can explain things through Scripture. Amen? But if you're only, if you're only going to accept that which makes sense, then you're going to miss out on a whole lot of God. No, you're, you're going to... Listen, you can't, you can't, you can't explain. And you, I don't care how you try. Listen, I've been in revival since 89 and, and, and you still can't explain go to try to explain this to somebody outside they're going to look at you like you know what institutions you just come from but you know listen to me do you know the people that are hurting tomorrow night the, the, the maid at our hotel is coming to the meeting T t tomorrow night and she uh, she came first off we go into the hotel room because I don't know some evangelist kept us here all day <laughs> and then, then then we go then we went eat we went ate you know Mexican 
And so we didn't get back to the hotel room till after four o'clock in the morning. Or in the morning, she's the afternoon. And so I said to the maid, I said, "Hey, you need to clean our room." And she first starts off like with a little, you know, attitude. Like I'm like, "Okay, don't worry about it. Let's get us some towels," you know. Then she's like, she must have felt bad because she's, "Oh no, I'll clean your room. I'll clean your room." So we get to clean in her room, and we, we get to talking. And I, I said to my wife, I said, "Tip her." I just feel like just I feel like to, to tip her. So I gave her what I think not much, twenty bucks, I think. I gave her, gave her just, you know, you know what's amazing? You know, when I gave her that 20 bucks, you know, it's, you know, you know the, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Learn, to, learn to use money. Because yeah. Yeah. the Bible says money answers all things. Learn to use it yes. properly. Not manipulate. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm not talking about manipulation. And I, I, gave her, I gave her 20 bucks just for, you know, cleaning the room that wasn't, because we had the little door thing on there, do not disturb, because we have a, we have my daughter's dog. <laughs> and when I, when, I gave her that, when I gave her that tip, you know, something changed. Do you know what? Within what, honey, the next 10 minutes, here she is, her and I holding hands in the hotel room, and she's, making, she's inviting, with tears coming down her eyes, inviting Jesus to come into her heart. Oh, I so needed this. I so needed. Then after she gets saved, what do I do now? What do I do next? What do I do next? I said, we well, got to find a, a real good church, and I got one for you. And I FaceTime pastor, and it's like, here's your new pastor. And she was, she was, she says, you just don't, you just, you just don't know the hell. No, listen. And I said that to say this: there's people in hell. There's people literally going through hell. They they want to end it. Because she said, I've come to my end. I don't know what to do. I said, listen, God sent me, God put me here at this hotel just for you. God put me here just for you. And I believe the Lord operates that way. God put me here just for you. And she was so hungry. Then, then she said, well, can I have your phone number so I can call you? I said, sure, i give you my wife's number. Call her. And, and so we got the card. And, and she actually dropped it as she left the hotel room. A half hour later, she comes knocking on the door. Hey, did I, did I leave the card here? I mean, that's how hungry she is. Yes. If she was, listen, if she was, she wouldn't have come back for the card. Yes. She came back a half hour just for the card because I have our number on it. And oh, I'm going to be there tomorrow night. I'm going to be there tomorrow night. She lives in Salisbury or whatever. Salisbury. I keep thinking of Salisbury steak, you know. <laughs> but she's coming tomorrow night. Listen, and when she comes here, I want you just to just love on her. You just grab her and love on her. And but but I say that to say this: people are hurting, and it's and it's this it's this lady like that. Listen, she'll love these meetings because there's no religion here. That's right. The, only the people who don't like these kind of meetings are religious people. That are full of religious devils. Because you know, one of the things about religion is religion wants to be in control. And here's what religion does. It'll, it'll bind you up. And, and, and then when you try to get free from it, then it'll make you feel guilty. That's what religion does.
<laughs> Look, you listen, you can tell. I mean, this couple drove three and a half hours to come. And then they got to go back tomorrow, but. tell you there's something really very powerful happening right now yeah. I listen I just know how to flow with it that's why I'm just do you know I've had people come to, I've had theologians come to my meetings and they 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 watch me they've watched me over the years closely because I've had them confess to me they watch me what, what is he doing to cause the the get the emotions so ramped up in people no, no, because I'm, get, I'm getting them in some emotional frenzy. No, that's right. They think that I'm getting into some emotional frenzy, and they don't understand it because I just walk up like this. I'm not shouting and screaming, spitting over five, six pews and whatever. I'm not, you know, honestly. I just, I just yielding. I just yielding to the, just flowing with the Holy Ghost. And they, they don't understand it because I'm not doing anything wild or crazy. doesn't mean that, that things like that doesn't happen, but uh, you just got to learn to flow with the Holy Ghost. And here's the thing, there's, diff- there's different flows. There's different flows. I, I, listen, I just... So precious. So precious. Most are totally clueless. I remember, I remember a friend of mine, and I, get, and I know we're on, are we online? Okay, i just be careful with some things, but I remember a friend of mine was at this meeting with a bunch of leaders, quote, revival leaders, and um, as he was there, just, just sharing some things, because they asked him to share, to sit at a round table. And he was just there. As he began to share, the Holy Spirit fell. The Holy Ghost fell. And everybody, at the, everybody there at the, at the table went into praying in tongues. And you know what? And he said to me, he said, you know, I just realized that really there's, there's really a lot of people don't really know how to flow with the Holy Ghost. Because that's what a lot of people do. When the Holy Ghost comes, they immediately go, and get into prayer. You know, when the Holy Ghost is present, you don't have to pray. When the Holy Ghost is present, you yield. That's why I said this morning to the lady, no, no, this is not a prayer meeting. Honestly, when God's present, you don't have to pray. When God's present, you receive. These are receiving meetings. Now, tomorrow morning, we're going to pray. Tomorrow morning from 9 to 3 or 12. Maybe three, who knows? We'll follow with the Holy Ghost, but from 9 to 12, we're going to pray. We're going to pray in the Holy Ghost. 
Why? Because uh, first off, this region has to be shaken. This city has to be shaken. This nation has to be, this state has to be shaken by the glory of God. Because if people could understand the forces that are coming against the, the nations and this nation, this great nation called America, but we have the power to stop it. The church does. The church has the power to stop it. So there's a number of things we're going to press into God for. So listen, I'll tell you another thing. I'm, I, I, we, we need to see in the church, we need to see the gifts of the Spirit. We need to see the word of knowledge and, and, and stronger. Um, and a stronger manifestation than we see it. We need to see the word of knowledge in a stronger manifestation, the word of wisdom in a stronger manifestation, the gift of faith in a stronger manifestation, the working of miracles in a stronger manifestation. Come on, church, the gifts of healing in a stronger manifestation. Come on, the discerning of the spirits in a stronger manifestation. Come on, we need to see the gifts of the spirit. That's part of our weapons, amen? We need to see the gifts of the spirit. So we got to press in for some things, amen? we got to press in for some things. we got to press, and matter of fact, especially pastors. One of the things I'm believing for as we pray this week is that uh, with all of my heart I believe that pastors especially pastors should pastor a church supernaturally meaning with the word of knowledge that when people come that when people come to meet with you you've already you already know what's going on before they even say anything and you already know the answer by the Holy Ghost no 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 that why because you you uh, you minister supernaturally you live by the supernatural hello come on you live by the supernatural where the word that were you'll be out somewhere and the gift of faith will drop in you Come on, amen. You'll live in the, or the working of miracles will begin to flow through you. Amen. amen. The, no, that, that's, that's an, the gifts of the, the reality is the gifts of the Spirit are not for the church. Now, the gifts of the Spirit are in manifestation amongst the church, but really, the word of, understand something. The, 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 the gifts of healing should have to be manifested in the church. Why? Because the church should have a revelation of their redemption. Really, the gifts of the Spirit are for the world. Or therefore, therefore manifestation for when you're somewhere and you need it. Yeah. Like I remember one time I was in I was in Latvia. I was did a, did a uh, had, had meetings going on in Riga. Has anybody heard of Latvia? Riga, Latvia. And I was in Riga, Latvia, and and had powerful meetings. Then from Riga, Latvia, we was heading to heading to um, Saint Petersburg, Russia, and I was doing a big crusade in, in Russia, and. Thursday night, I was going to do a pastor's conference with about 700 and some pastors. And then we was going to start the, the, you know, the crusade Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, Sunday morning, Sunday night. And so when we were in Lafayette, I had another a dear pastor friend of mine from, from Columbus, Georgia with me. And um, you, you, Pastor Brian, you know him. And he was with me. And, and so we get to the airport and... And uh, the, 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 the people on the ground that helped me, you know, in that part of the country, they had their visas, and they go, and they get their ticket, and they had their visas. And, and so then I come to the counter, and the lady said to me, she said, oh, can I have your visa? I said, well, here's my passport. She said, I need your visa. I said, I don't have a visa, but here's my passport. She said, what do you need a visa? And I said, okay, well, give me a visa. <laughs> she, she says it's not gonna. It doesn't work that way. She said, "You're." She said, "You're in a foreign country and you're a foreigner, 
and she said Russia's, Russia's law, they passed a law. They said that no, no foreigner can receive a Russia visa uh, from a foreign country. And you're a foreigner in a foreign country, and, and you're not going to make it to Russia this trip. I said, no, no, no. I said, I'll be there. And you know what? You know what thing was so amazing is that the gift of faith dropped in me. I felt it. The gift of faith. And I turned. I turned to the two people that were helped me. There was, I said, look, they already had their visa. I said, because they were Russian. I said, you go, you do the pastor's conference tonight and tell them I'll be there tomorrow for the start of the crusade. And they didn't even believe me. And I watched them walk off shaking their heads like this, talking one another and just. <laughs> and they didn't even believe me. So I turned, I, I turned to, to my pastor friend that was with me and to the, the person driving us around. I said, take me to the, take me to the American embassy. And so we go to the American embassy, and on the way there, she talks to a travel agent friend of hers, and she's, you know, and, he, and long story short, he's been in the business for, you know, 25 years, and he said, tell the Americans they're not going to make it to Russia this trip. She hung up the phone and told me, and I said, no, I'll be in Russia tomorrow. Just take me to the American consulate. So we get to the American consulate and talk to, talk to the, you know, the, the consulate there, and, and long story short, he you know, he, he, it's amazing how they try to put fear in you. Well, you know, you know, you can get put in jail. I said, sir, I said, look, I need, I, I need somebody that, that can grant me favor because I need a visa. Are you the one that can grant me favor? If not, I need to move on. Well, well, I can't help you, sir, but good luck. I said, I don't need luck. I'm not left for luck. I don't live by luck. That's what I said. I said, I don't live, need luck. I need favor. I don't operate by luck. Luck doesn't follow me around. Favor follows me around. That's right. Amen? Amen. Yeah. And so I said, okay, so, so he couldn't help me. So obviously he's not the one. I said, take me to the Russian embassy. We get to the Russian embassy, and, and uh, the consulate's not there. He's not there. See, not only do people get towed here, the towels fly. <laughs> and, and so we get to the Russian embassy, and the, the consulate's not there. So then they said, what do we do now? I said, I don't know, but I'll be in Russia tomorrow. So we get in the car, and we get in the car. I, I, think, I, I think I said, let's, go, let's just go get something to eat. The Lord, the, the, I don't know what to do, but I'll be in Russia tomorrow is all I know. If the Lord has to translate me. I'll be in Russia tomorrow. And we're, as we're going to get something to eat, all of a sudden the phone call, uh, she gets a phone call, and, and it, was the, it was the administrator of another church that we was at, driving myself and another pastor around. She says, wow, I haven't talked to this person in months. So she answers the phone in small talk at first, and she said, hey, look, I got two Americans with me, and they need to be in Russia tomorrow because they don't have their visa. Do you, do you know anybody that knows the Russian consulate? You know what the lady said? She said, man, it is so funny that you asked that question because I happen to be doing some contract work for him right now. Wow. It wasn't just a coincidence that she called. You know what, a long story short, guess what, the next morning I was at the Russian consulate, got my visa, that afternoon I was on the airplane heading to St. Petersburg, Russia, flew in and did the crusade. Why, wow, what happened? Because 
but the gift of faith dropped in me. If that wasn't the gift of faith, it would have never happened. But the gift, see what I'm saying to you is understand, we're the church. We don't live by natural means. We live, we live by supernatural means. We live by, the, we live by the Holy Ghost. We understand something. We live supernatural lives. We, we are overcome with God's favor. We're overcome with God's blessings. Understand something. The gifts of the Spirit are to be in operation on a regular basis. Amen? And you know what? And they are with my wife and I, but you know what? They need to be more. They need to be more. They are in operation in this church, but guess what? They need to be, it needs to be a whole lot more. Amen? Hallelujah. Well, you pastor, they just, you know, they, 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 they pastor supernaturally. Pastor supernaturally. When they go to bed, next thing you know, they, they, they have a vision of you. And they, they know everything that's going on. They, you get a phone call tomorrow morning, listen, can you meet me at church tomorrow? Why well, is everything okay, Pastor? Just meet me at church tomorrow. Next thing you know, they come and sit before you and you begin to read their mail. And because they get totally delivered, totally set free, and their whole life has changed. Why? Because it's a supernatural display of God's glory. Amen. Amen. That's how we're to live. Yeah. Amen. That's how we're to live. We're to live by the Holy Ghost. We're yeah. to live by the supernatural. Come on. We're, we're, the, listen, the, the word of knowledge should flow like a river. The word of wisdom should flow like a river. Come on. The discerning the spirit should flow like a river. The, word, the, the working of miracles, the gift of healings, the discerning the spirit should flow like a river. But I'm not just talking about this, this gift of the spirit. If you, I'm not, don't get stuck. I'm talking, but listen, I'm pressing in for a whole lot of other. I mean, that's part of it, but I, there's, some, there's some things that we're pressing in for. Why? Because we're the church. No, we're the church. No, we're the church. No, listen, when we need to press in for, for, for in the area of, um, when I talk about finances, I'm not talking about thousands. I'm not talking about hundreds of thousands. I'm not even talking about just a few million. Come on, church. Some things we're pressing in for. There's some things that have to break. You know what? Because I keep, it keeps going over and in my spirit. If the world that's under a curse can operate in billions, but how, how, how much more should the church who's not cursed be operating in? Amen. And that, 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 that was a big amen from a drunk man. Amen. And that's the truth. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I cannot tell you over the years where people are on the floor like this and, and, and God shows them their whole their whole. A whole map of their life is mapped out. Now, God won't show you everything because if he showed you everything, then there'd be no need to trust him. Amen? That's why the Lord only shows you in part. You know, I would love for the Lord, I would love for the Lord to show me the next, you know, 30 years of my life. But guess what? He only shows you in part. Why? Because if he was to show you the next 30 years, then you'd, there'd be no need to trust him. He wants you to trust him. Amen. How many is going to join us in the mornings? How many is going to join us tomorrow morning? Okay. A couple of us. My wife didn't even raise her hand. Now we have a little dog. Hallelujah. You know what? I, I just feel right. The service is not over, but 
Here's what I want to do right now. We're just going to give you an opportunity because this is a good time right now for you to sow a seed. So we're going to give you an opportunity to sow a seed right now into the ministry. You should have an envelope. There he goes again. I should just bring me just bring me his credit card and I'll fill out the envelope for him. Now listen, this offering comes to our ministry. So tonight, so tonight, just do do you not? How, how many have an envelope? Raise your hand if you have an envelope. How many do not have an envelope? How many do not have an envelope? You need an envelope. Raise your hand. I should just, just we have a couple. Let's get an envelope. Thank you, Jesus. If you're going to make it, check out just tonight, just for today and tonight, make it out to the church. Hallelujah. If you give online, and those of you that are watching, you need, you need to teach your mouse to give. <laughs> go, go to uh, give.bclife.org and choose love gift. Hallelujah. Service is not over. I'm just... This is just a good time to do this. Usher, those that are on the floor get their pocketbooks. Hallelujah. You know, you, actually, usually in the meetings, I always do the offering first. Because usually if I wait to the end, usually I never get anything. Because <laughs> everybody's on the floor. I don't want to be a pickpocket, but that's it, Sister Dignified. Have some more. Sister, sister in the pink, is this your husband? What's his name? Huh? Chad? Chad? Earth to Chad. Chad is gone, but that's okay. And listen, I'll be honest with you. Listen, there's a lot of people, a lot of ministries don't, wouldn't want a ministry like this. But you know what? I never prayed for this. I just got hungry for God. And when I had an encounter with God, this started happening. And it's been happening ever since 1990. I might try to share my testimony tonight 
tomorrow night, whatever, Wednesday night. I might try to share my testimony. You know, listen, you know, I mean, the service is not over, but you know, we, got, we still got tomorrow night, we got Tuesday night, we got Wednesday night. We still got three more nights. I tell you, you know what blesses me more than anything is to see the kids yeah. and the teenagers. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, teenagers don't fake anything. You know, because they're, you know, teenagers, they're lit. You know what I mean? It used to be cool, now it's lit. <laughs> Come here, sweetheart. Come here. Come here. What's happening? Uh, I'm laughing. Give me that mic. What's happening? I felt it. That was just like a wave just went right by here. Listen, uh, you can't pay. You can't, listen, there's not enough money in the world. First off, there's people in the world right now paying big money to get that way. <laughs> you know what I mean? They are, they're paying big money to get that way. <laughs> but here's the difference. In the world, they're going to they're, they're wake up sick in the morning, hungover, wake up beside some stranger. But here in the Holy Ghost, you wake up free. You wake up, you wake up with the victory. You wake up with a, with a pep in your step. Come on. You, yeah. What do you work at? Yeah. What do you do? What do you work? Forget about it. I'm trying to, I'm trying to carry on a conversation with a drunk. What did I miss? Chris, that's really your dog. It's your dog. <laughs> yeah, your mother-in-law said, man up and come get the dog. <laughs> I love you, Chris. That's my son-in-law. I don't know if he's still watching or not, but is he still on? Can you tell who's watching? All right, hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, don't try to carry on a conversation with a drunk. Just forget about it. 
How old is she? Is he still on? No? He hasn't responded. Chris, if you're still on, respond. Respond to your father-in-law. Mary Jewel, she's from, she's a minister in New England. Are you ready to give? I would say, I don't know how we're going to do this now. There's more people that's drunk than not. Well, just come and worship, worship the Lord with your giving. Come, honor the Lord. Come, we worship you, Lord Jesus. Pastor, I don't know how some, they got some of them's our envelope, some's theirs, it don't matter. Hallelujah. Never the same, sweetheart. That's it, Chip. Huh? Have another drink. You're in New England. You, you need a double dose. Have another drink, Chip. Chip. Oh, Chad. Oh, you get names in these meetings. Maniac, Chad, Towed. See, do you remember what I said this morning? What? Remember what I said this morning? I told you that tonight will be totally different. Every night, every night's so different. See, there's such a variety to the Holy Spirit. Don't, don't get stuck in some rut. He wants to move and he wants to touch people. Sister right here, what's your name again? Andrea, come here, Andrea. I'll tell you, the power of God's on you. <laughs> never the same with your hands, Lord Jesus. Rabakata, never the same, Lord Jesus. Uh-huh. Sister Lifeguard. Come here, Lifeguard. Brother Lifeguard's husband. This is the drinking section right here. We're going to put you in the drinking section. <laughs> Hallelujah. Never the same. The Lord touched you today. Never the same. How long you guys been married? 24. 
24 years. Wow. The Lord did something this morning. Never the same. Just lift your hands. God, Father, I thank you for this, this couple. Jesus. The fire of the... Oh, you just now. The Holy Ghost. Jesus. The fire of the Holy Ghost. That's it. Never the same, never the same, never the same. His name. Never the same, sir. Never the same. Never the same. You're getting towed. Never the same, Sister Lifeguard. You got a bunch of people around you drowning. Help them. Never the same. My brother right here. My brother right here and my brother right here. Come, come, you come and pray for me. What's your name, sir? Dole. Dole, lift your hands, Dole. Lord, I thank you. Whew. Never the same, Dole. Jesus. Whew. Never the same. Lord, I thank you for your touch. Your power. Jesus manifested in him in the name of Oh, oh yeah. That's, that's it, Andrea. Yeah, that's it, Andrea. That's it. Sister, with the, with the Eskimo boots. Never the same. I'll be in, I'll be in the Ukraine in December. I'll you need stuff like that. Hallelujah. Thank you. I tell you, the Lord is good. There's still a lady in the back. Yes, yeah, come here. Oh, you're about ready to find out. Hallelujah! Come, come, sister. What's your name? Amanda. Hallelujah! Shokorab, lift your hands. Father, I thank you for a fresh fire. A fresh fire. Jesus! Oh, no more desert. Yeah. It begin to rain tonight in your desert. It's been a long time since there's been any rain, but now tonight it begins to rain in your desert. Come on, Sister Johannesburg. Come, okay, Sister Tao. Come here, bro, brother, brother Tao. Meet your husband here. Are you from Johannesburg too? Huh? Oh, he invited you here. Okay. He invited you to church or to America? Oh, okay. <laughs> How long ago? My wife and I, we've been in Johannesburg, uh, Pretoria, um, Margate, uh, Durban, Port Shepstone. I was even, we was even in a small town called Coxstead. You hadn't heard of that? No, because it's way out there in the middle of nowhere in South Africa. Lift your hands, Lord Jesus. I thank you for your touch. Whew. Fire! Never the same. Ah! 
Your wife's a lifeguard. She's drowning. <laughs> Lord Jesus, what's your name, sir? Greg. Greg? Yep. Father, I thank you for your touch. Jesus. Field. Oh, yeah. Never the, oh, that's it, Greg. Never the same, Greg. That's it. Oh, yeah. That's it. <laughs> yes, yeah, sister lifeguard. <laughs> this is the section right here. Listen, if you're empty and it's been a long time since you had a drink, you need to come right here. You need to come right here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where are you going, sister? Sister Amanda, where are you going? Come back here. Come back here, Sister Amanda. Come back here, Sister Amanda. Oh, Rabakata, Rabasata, Rabasista, Ramakai. Oh, Rabakata. Oh, Come here, William. Jeez. He comes. Go ahead, give me some. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come, come here, Mama. Hallelujah. Come over here. Hands. Lord Jesus. Oh, the fire of the Holy Ghost. Never the same, never the same, never the same, never the same, never the same. Oh, Rabba. Come. Sister Blue. Come here, Sister Blue. No, come to this section, Sister Blue. I tell you, this, this, this is the wave I hear. Come here, Sister Blue. <laughs> she goes, I'm coming. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Baba. Oh, Rabaki, Levrea, Rusta, Larabakata, Rabasata. Oh, Rana, Levrea, Sator, Melevrea, Risa, Hana. Go ahead, Chip, have some more. Have some more, Chip, or whatever, Chad, Chad, right? Chip, Chad, whatever. <laughs> come, one, two, three, come. Go ahead. Ah. Yeah. 
I have some more, sister. I'll speak. I'll speak Afrikaans for you. Also, belief, man. That means please in Afrikaans. Also, belief. <laughs> oh! Come here, sweetheart. Yeah, come here. I can see she goes, I knew he was going to call me. I just knew it. I knew he was going to call me. I just knew it. Put your hands. You felt it too, huh? Oh, yeah. Fire the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's it. 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 That's it. Huh? Good thing you're not driving tonight. Come here, I'm going to pray for you too. Come here, you too. Come here, stand right here. Is this your mom? Lift your hands. Lord Jesus, close your eyes, honey. Lord Jesus, touch her. Jesus. Take it. That's the only new guard going right in you. Take it, honey. Take it, honey. Jesus. Jesus. Sweetheart, if you wanted to see, if you wanted to see me when I was his age, look at him. My hair was a little weirder than that, though. I had those big freckles. That's funny, sweetheart. Look <laughs> at Sister Dignified over there. Where are you going? <laughs> fire, fire, fire of the Holy Ghost. The daughter's back on the floor. She spent more time on the floor than the pews. Go ahead, sweetheart. Have some more. Go ahead, have some more. Come here, come here buddy. Right here, I want to pray for you too. You and you. Come here. Lift your hands. 
Oh, Jesus. She, yeah, my rabakita. Put your hands. Close your eyes. Jesus. The fire of the Holy Ghost. Thank you for your touch. Amen. Come here, Noah. Come here, buddy. Lift your hands. Jesus. Jesus, thank you for your touch. Jesus. That's it, mama. Have some more. That's it, daughter. Have some more. And son. <laughs> Hallelujah. I got to pray for you too. Come in. Actually, I, I don't really pray for it. I just, I minister as a difference. Put, just come, come over here. Meetings, your wife will fall right in your arms. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I think they run out of towels and using somebody's jacket. <laughs> Sister, I want you to be properly toweled. <laughs> now you're toweled for the fourth time. <laughs> Come. Come on, you come. come. 
Come, sir, come pray for you too. Come, come. Everybody that hasn't been prayed for, just find a spot. What's your name? Amanda? Lift your hands, Amanda. Jesus. Oh, never the same, Amanda. Come, sister. You two, you, you. Is this your son? Bring your son with you. Come on, buddy. We'll put you right here. What's your name? Victor? Richardson. Richardson. That's my wife you just touched. And I'll be glorious for you, man. I'm just so full of you right now. Lord, I thank you for Victor. Yes, sir. Fire the Holy Ghost. A fresh fire from heaven. In the name of Jesus. Where'd they go? Come on. Put your hands. Lord Jesus, thank you. Lift your hands. Lord Jesus, thank you. Jesus. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. That's a fire. Take it, take it, take it, take it. That's a fire of God going. Lift your hands, buddy. Jesus. Thank you for your touch. Fire of the Holy Ghost. Jesus. Just take it. It's right in you. Never the same. Can I pray for you, sweetheart? It's okay. It's okay. Jesus. It's okay. Can I pray for you in your seat? How about if I pray for you sitting by your mom and dad? How's that? What's your name? It's okay, baby. Nothing to be afraid of. Lord, just, just touch her. Touch her in the name of Jesus. Jesus' name. Never the same. It's okay, baby. See, that wasn't home. What was it? It's precious. Precious. Hallelujah. Jesus. Somebody snuck some Mountain Dew in here. Jesus. Come here, buddy. I haven't prayed for you. Come here. Up there in the heavens. Come on, sound people. Come on. Come on. Don't worry about the internet. Forget about it. Oh, yeah, you were sitting here this morning, wasn't you? Now you're up in the heavens tonight. Ah! 
Shakalabakita. Come as we like. Oh, yeah. You're doing a good job, sweetheart. got two towels, Jesus, Jesus, I guess that's because your pastor's daughter, you get two towels, Jesus, Jesus, oh, I'll tell you people, destinies are being prepared tonight, people being called to the ministry, People called to the ministry. People called to the ministry. People called to the ministry. Oh, yeah. Drag him over there by the drunks, man. You, you, this is, that's the worst thing that could have happened. Get drug over here by these drinkers. Ah! Oh, Lord. She's got a Released and deposited in you now in Jesus' name. Oh! Karabakata. Jesus. Jesus. Is this your daughter? Where's your mom? Who's your mom? She's back in She's with infants. Yellow shirt lady. Yellow shirt lady. Jesus. Ha 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 
Aria Robo Freya de Basai and Hora Makeo Vunzuko. Sale Freya Yukosaya Papaya Patai, Bosopo Kotoria Bakata. Haya Bosuni Be Elza Pai, Okomama Patea Fasaya. Haya Bosuti Ekea to I unto Toya Kintea Kusata, Pohunte, Hahantontane, Satatapaya. Ha, ha, ha. Ha ha ha. Ha ha. We said, would you spirit? Ha ha ha. Serabakana brutele de vasipa. Celebrum de kinsu control koto bakata. Ha When do you graduate? I don't know. <laughs> 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 yeah, Sister Indy, brother, never the same, William. Hallelujah. You know, one of the men, the ushers, man, they working tonight. I tell you what, aren't they? Still early. It's it's all it's whatever nine twenty. Not really concerned about it. But here's the deal: the next over these these meetings. Every night six thirty. Now, obviously, there's, you could, there's no way. We'll pick up tomorrow night. There's no way you can dismiss a meeting like this. <laughs> so, you know what? Some people, some people can leave now. Some, some might be here still, you know, 1130. But you know what I wanted to, you know, one of the things I did want to say is our sister Sharon from South Africa. You know, she, she said this morning, and I don't know if you know what you realize what she said, but, and if, if those of you here caught it, but she said she felt heavy. Do you know, one of the words for glory is the word heavy. And that was the glory of God was on you. The heavy of God was on you. The weight of God. That's what the glory of God is. And if, 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 if tonight, if your eyes were to be opened up in, in, in the realm of the Spirit, you'd see a cloud in this house. Because the glory of God's here. Amen? And there's some things that, there, listen, there's so much supernatural things happening. There's so much supernatural things happening. 
Come here, brother red shirt. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. What's your name, buddy? Daniel. Daniel. Lift your hands, Daniel. Lord, I thank you for Daniel. Jesus. Full of the Holy Ghost. Jesus. I got them all. I, oh, I said the people, brother cameraman, forget about the internet. Come here. Sherman. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, right. Go ahead. She can run the camera. <laughs> oh, yeah, get another drunk just to run the camera. You people, people get dizzy. I'll stand in front of it. Come here, brother, stand right here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, bro, frahasi, tele, the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. You know what? I can tell you, I can tell you right now that sicknesses and diseases have left people. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Isn't the Lord good? Hallelujah. Isn't the Lord good? You know, there's different waves in every meeting. Honestly, they don't stop. But, but you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm mindful of a few things. Yeah, I just want to watch the drunks run the camera. <laughs> Two of the biggest drinking teenagers run back there to drink. See, that's what I mean. That's what happens. People online are going to get dizzy. <laughs> oh, mama. You're so precious. Hallelujah. So precious. Have you been blessed tonight? Hallelujah. Well, praise the Lord. The Lord is so good. You know, this, just think, this is just night one. <laughs> But, it, but every night's so different. And, hallelujah. Whew. We're thankful. We're very thankful. Amen. Are you thankful? Hallelujah. I tell you, just lift your hands. Lord, we worship you. We give you. We, we give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor. We worship you. We magnify you. We thank you. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your presence. Lord, we thank you for your glory. We thank you for your touch. We thank you for opening our eyes that we might see and know you, Lord. We give you all glory. We give you all honor and we give you all praise. You're our strength and you're our help. And in, Lord, we trust you. We trust you, Father. We trust you. We worship you and we magnify you. Lord, you be glorified in all things in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. 
Whew. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, we love you. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow night, 6.30. Pastor, is there anything you have to say? You'd like, you need to... And, and tomorrow, we're going to be here at 9 o'clock in the morning praying for, for 9 to 10 to 10 to 11, 11 to 12. So if you want to come and join us. If you can't make it the whole three hours, just come for one hour and just come pray and just come press in. Amen. We love you. God bless you. If we don't see you tomorrow, 9 o'clock, we'll see you tomorrow night, 630. Get on the telephones. Bring those that you know that need a touch from heaven. And, amen. We love you. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow.